So this morning I was over the moon bliss because I was so glad to get the opportunity to just like list out all the blessings. I was so glad to have all the blessings to remember and be in the state of like, yes, blessings, everything awesome. And I'm currently in a state of ponderings because I feel like the pondering has a lot to do with just like, you know, like when I was younger, I struggled with a lot. Like I struggled with like being around certain kinds of people, being around, you know, any situation because I was just going to cry about it anyways, right? I was just so like non-resilient and just super sensitive, super anxiety, all of this kind of stuff. And so it just got to this point where, I don't know, I just got to like this breaking point of growing up where I just kind of had decided, I'm like, you know, I don't want the rest of my life to feel and look like this. And I just realized to myself, I'm like, but it will feel and look like this if I don't do anything different, right? I need to be the one to choose to do or say or whatever something so that the rest of my life doesn't look like this, right? Um, you know, it started out with like little volunteer things here and there. Or it went into like, oh, hey, I'm not doing volunteer things necessarily, but like I'm just putting myself in situations where it's like I get to be with people that have a different perspective, right? Like I was so blessed to be in these meetings with these amazing social worker people and listen to them talk about people that I knew was struggling, you know, because Good Samaritan style, there are people in this world that notice someone's struggling and they just walk past. And they just say, oh, hey, they're having a hard time, but that's not my business. I'm not going to be a part of that. I, if anything, it's going to be worse for me if I go and help this person that's having a hard time. And I can't handle the stress. I can't handle any of that, right? So they just choose to not. And that's okay. Because there's a lot of people in the world that just choose to not. It's okay that there's a lot of people that don't want to be the Good Samaritan. There's a reason why there was only one Good Samaritan, right? There was only one. There were several other people that just walked past because they were not ready for that level of a burden or that level of like an inconvenience to their life and those kinds of things. So then it's like, okay, I'm okay with that, right? Like, I'm okay with that. And then, but then as I watched these like social worker people, I was just so blown away every time I was like, but... I can be, I, cause I spent my whole life being like that, right? I could barely handle myself, let alone being able to handle other people that have problems, right? Because I had so many problems myself that I was like, well, no way do I, am I ready for anybody else's burdens and anybody else's issues? Cause it's like, it just doesn't make any sense to do that. And I wasn't ready then, right? I was just like 14 year old, like, following around like people like job shadowing and just kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. But, but I still remember that moment when I was sitting in those rooms with those social workers and I was just so pulled out of my paradigm because they were these people that were confident in their ability to notice that somebody else needed help and that they were willing to learn and find out how they could be a good Samaritan for them. And like there was just such a humble heart in that room that I just could never ignore it. It's like, I don't know what this is, 
but I'm supposed to be here right now listening to these amazing people brainstorm about how they can become a good Samaritan one day, right? Like, there's so much striving in their voice and so much, like, heart and love that I was like, this is a good thing. You know, like, I just feel like these social workers have got it down, right? Like, they just understand community and life and people and it's like and I guess I created this paradigm in my head I was like okay I get it so social workers are like the living mother Teresa's of every community they are the living examples to all of us of how to be an actual good Samaritan like social workers are like the people that like they're like their job is like being a Relief Society president basically right like they're just that's what their whole deal is and, and it just like dawned on me. I was like, man, if I could ever become a social worker, I would just love to. So then I went through my career, um, my career search kind of like search thing. And I met with like a, a like an employment counselor person and, and I did all these tests and like had lots of talks and discussions and stuff and conversations. And it boiled down to the fact that I did want to be a social worker and that's what I wanted to be eventually, right? Because right away when I said, oh, I want to be like you, because it was a social worker that was working with me to be able to help me get, you know, get clear about my path. And he was so honest and clear with me. He's like, I love that you want to be a social worker. I like, I think that's an awesome thing because I love being a social worker. Right. But the thing was, he was like very clear with me. He's like, but you know what? You're going to have way better success as a social worker. Um, when you apply for that kind of position, maybe when you're like 40 plus, right? Like that's when you're going to have way more, um, success to like get a job and like really do some of the things that you want to do. And so I really took that to heart. It's like, oh yeah, well that makes sense. Like I don't have to feel like I have to go into my dream career like right now in this exact moment right now. Like I can wait. I can like, I can do like a different career every 10 years. Yeah. I know, but it's only been in there for 10 minutes and it asks you to put it in for at least 20. So it's not there yet. And that's only when it's thawed. Right now it's not thawed. And then does it actually start its cooking phase? Yeah. So right now we're just trying to thaw it. So anyways, I loved that conversation that I could have with those amazing people because if anything, no, you already knew today that there was no paper. We just shared with you some of the papers that we saw left over. And then you know that we don't have extra paper around the house. See? This is the, this is the paper. So anyways, this is my process of finding my gratitudes, the, the milestone gratitudes of my life and remembering the moment when I was like, no, he's not asking you to come to see him because he wants quiet. That's why he asked me to lock the door. But you were the one who asked us. Yes. And then when you came out, he said, please lock the door. So then... Um, so then I got to meet with these people and I was like, man, that's okay. I can totally wait until I'm, I'm 40 plus to like take on that position and be okay with that because that's okay. Like I am okay with getting some life experience and like, you know, switching up my career every 10 years or something like that and that kind of thing. But 
you know, and then eventually I just actually just chose, well, anyways, for the first 10 years of my life, I totally want to do the mom thing, right? Like I totally just want to do the mom thing and just like build up my experience that way. And, and that's been so cool. Right. And so then like, as I've been in this process of like considering like, what was some of the, my milestone moments that just like helped me so much. And, and I have to go back to that moment because like, you know, the moment that I just described where it was like, I shifted my heart and my paradigm shifted. Yeah. When are we going to have the pumpkin pie? It's been thawing for 12 minutes. It says that at least needs to cook for 20 when it's a thawed pie. But right now it's not thawed. So right now we're thawing it. So, um, so yeah, like I said, it's like, Hey, I get to be in this state where I, I remember that crummy place that I was. You know, between the ages of like 9 to 11 were the hardest years of my life because I just, it was at that, that age where I was just starting to understand little bits here and there and life was getting extra depressing because I was starting to come to the reality of how lame so much of my life was and so much of my life that I could not control myself yet. So it was just like this terrible tween age, right? Like everybody always talked about like celebrating this tween age, but like I just hated all of it. I was like, I wish this part of my life never existed because it was so challenging to get through it because then, you know, and then by the time I was 12, at least I could get to a point where it's like, okay, I have something that I can do, right? People will let me volunteer for them. I have like mobility opportunities to be able to get to where I want to go when I want to go there so I can like schedule things and all of that kind of thing and just feel like some aspect of control to like create the future that I want kind of thing. So that was like epic, right? But leading up to that phase of my life, it was like this dreary wasteland of like, why am I even here? Like, I don't even understand why this time in my life even exists because I'm just so fed up with it, right? And, and then it like, and then things didn't really get better until I was in that 14, 15 age when I was around the who, not how kind of people, right? The people that were just planted into my life for me to sit with them and watch them do their work. And for me to be like, oh goodness, I am just blown out of my mind right now with the level of heart that I can witness in these people. It's like, like I later on in my life, I read Corey Ten Boom, right? And her hiding place. It's like I was living, I was meeting for the first time in my life, like living, breathing Corey Ten Boom kind of people, right? That really asked the right questions. That weren't asking, oh, how can I get out of helping these people? How can I like just pretend I don't even know that they exist and that they need help, right? But instead they were like, no, like they need help. So like, What's something we could do to help them, right? Kind of like the, the documentary we were watching today. Seeing the expiring example of these young kids, like young men that notice, oh, somebody just like hurt themselves and they need like $200,000 to be able to get their prosthetics and everything set up so they can just go and live their life, right? Live the life that they were going to live, right? Anyways, and... And he just went for it, right? That entrepreneurial kind of spirit that's just like so ready to just quick start and just get started with something that could be a great opportunity. And so like, that's like the first time in my life I really felt that fire of like, oh, there's people that even think this way. There's people that just create ideas out of nowhere and like they can just like run with it. And so I think I kind of just flew with that. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to be in my last three years of being around a group of people 
that, you know, are just kind of like around me. So like, why don't I just take this like fire that I have from learning from these social workers and know that all of people like parties. So I'm just going to like create parties like every month, right? I'm just going to do that. That's going to be my thing. I'm just going to create parties. Sometimes it's going to be a Spanish party. Sometimes it's going to be like this kind of party. Sometimes it's going to be a noodle party. Sometimes it's going to be a costume party. Like, I'm just going to do that. And so then it's like, I like, that's what I did, right? Like, that's what I spent all of my spare time doing. It was like, I was like in my French classes or whatever. And then in the middle of them, I was like writing out my invitations of like, you know, how I would like creatively, like, I don't know, like write out the wording for my invitations for like, oh, hola, da, 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 da. like you're invited to this thing on this day. And like, there's three different aspects to this party. Like you got to come on the evening of this day at this time in this location. And then the next day we're going to go here. And then in the afternoon we're going to go there. <laughs> it was just like this like event. Like I just love making retreats basically. <laughs> and it was just like so much fun to just like put that energy into just like creating opportunities for other people. And I was so grateful that I felt some level of confidence to do that because like around that time, I always had every friend that came It felt like every time they were like, I'm so grateful for Jenny parties, right? Because like, I think they all wanted to have a good, healthy, wholesome experience with friends and peers, but none of them felt like they could feel confident to, to host it or make it happen or talk with their parents so they could just make something happen, right? Like they all just kind of step back and just let all of like the the poor influence kind of like popular leadership people to just take charge and be like, oh, I'm going to host a party and my parents aren't going to be home. So let's just like do all of these like terrible things while we're like having a party. And I was just the only one it felt like that didn't do that, that that was actually like, no, like, let's have a party and like, let's feel better after we go. Like, let's make sure this is like a retreat kind of party. right? And so that like meant a lot to me that that like my moment of hanging out with those social workers in my spare time led to me getting to have a really positive um, confidence in myself to then move forward hey let's like make these like beautiful wholesome activities just like our social worker friends do but let's create them in our own like you know group of people that we're with and and make beautiful activities that actually serve people rather than like make their lives worse right and so that was like super cool that i could have that beautiful opportunity to have those angels planted into my life to inspire me and and bless me so that once i became of some kind of an age to just start inviting and start creating that i could just do it right because i was like 14 when i first met them and it probably wasn't until i was like 17 that I really felt confident so it, it was like three years later for me to just like be allowing for that seed to plant and take root and then get to the point where it sprouted right and so that was just like the natural flow of how it went for me and I'm just like so thankful that that it all could happen that way because it was such perfect timing that it didn't take me like 20 years down the road to get to the point where I could actually act on that but it actually just took me like, you know, within a, a few years to just grow up a little bit and be like, oh yeah, I remember that. I want to do this and like I can and let's do it kind of thing. So that's really cool. And I feel so grateful. Like I was just reflecting on my life the other day of like how many different people were um, responsible for raising me, right? Like, yes, my parents were amazing at keeping the basics of like food, clothing, shelter, 
those things were covered and that was like a hard struggle for them to even get there right I know it was it was just like I think that's a miracle they were even able to do that plus like the little things here and there where my dad would drive me anywhere or like my mom would just like you know she'd make me costumes when it was like Halloween or like you know or she'd make sure my clothes were like washed and folded right like every time right or like she would make sure I had meals on time right like like those are huge things for people that are like immigrants and have mental illnesses and like you know they're just trying to do their very best in a new culture with the skills that they could potentially serve with like I just think their whole life especially with me was an absolute miracle and now I know why right because I'm living at like my what I feel like is my my time right like I'm at the peak of my existence I feel like right now where it's like I have my my progeny my offspring my children like and I have my husband and I have like I have friends like since when right like I know I had friends throughout my life right but this is different like I have friends that will want to that it's not just one-sided because all of the other friends I had it was pretty one-sided it was always me calling them it was always me inviting them right and maybe once in a while I got one birthday invite or something like in the in however many years of you know six to twelve years of knowing them right And that's okay because I was totally fine with other people living their lives and me living mine. And every so often we coexist together in the same space on the same time on the same date. But other than that, I was okay, right? Even though at the time I wasn't, right? Like it was still hard. (laughs) And so anyways, I'm just like, what is this life where I actually have to, I I get to have my husband, my children. I get to have friends. I get to like, I get to be, you know, like when I was little, I used to watch this show that was all about these 30 year olds and they were all friends with each other and they all had this great time and da, 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 right. And I always look forward to that day. I was like, oh, I can't wait till I'm in my thirties. I just can't wait till I'm in that time in my life where I can just, I can make my life happen in a way that I don't know how right now, but I know that when I'm there, I'll be able to do it because I'll somehow be smart enough. To, and, and courageous enough and brave enough and and okay enough to just like do things and, and like think of something and just act on it and, and like not have to ask permission if it's okay or not from anybody and just do it. So I'm like living that life. I'm like only 32. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. <laughs> 